Today's episode is brought to you by Shaw Business. Shaw Business offers a whole suite of smart solutions like smart Wi-Fi. With dedicated networks for you and your guests, smart Wi-Fi keeps everyone's connections separate, safe, and secure. And it reaches all corners of your business. So whether you're at your desk or in a meeting room, you're still connected and ready for business. Smart Wi-Fi is one way that Shaw Business is powering the entrepreneur. It's Vancouver's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. I'm Angela Fay, hub builder and co-host of British Columbia's podcasts, part of the Canada's Podcast Network, your source for great insights from entrepreneurs from across Canada. We talk to entrepreneurs who are making it happen here so you can listen, discover, and engage. Today, we are introducing Isabel Mercier. She's a brand builder, business performance catalyst, and one of the best-selling authors of the business and marketing book titled The Next Big Thing, Top Trends from Today's Leading Experts to Help You Dominate the New Economy. Isabel's sole purpose is to empower change and growth. Momentum Generator is her middle name, and she has a relentless passion for helping entrepreneurs and small business owners raise the bar and expand their comfort zone to create outstanding brand experiences. What I love about Isabel, her no BS approach and ability to tell it like it is. She's an inspirational speaker, a captivating storyteller, and has an unquenchable enthusiasm for life. She co-founded her first business venture a few years out of her teens, and quickly escalated her business to become one of Canada's most awarded branding and creative firms. She is often cited as a true pioneer in branding. We're totally excited to welcome you here, Isabel. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. Yeah, we have a number of listeners listening in from all around the world and across Canada, and they're super eager to find out more about you as well. Please tell us a little bit more about yourself where you're from, and provide a few details on your current business. Okay, well, I'm originally from Quebec City, and I moved to BC about 24 years ago, or 23 years ago. I fell in love with BC. I Now I live on the island, which I'm super yeah, excited about. Yes, yeah, I'm on the rock. Um, yeah, I'm totally, totally thrilled. Um, BC is just one of the most, I've traveled around the world. And I have to say, when I come back to BC, when I come back to Vancouver and Vancouver Island specifically, I feel like honestly, the luckiest woman on earth. Uh, and what we do, well, I own a company called Leap Zone Strategy. And uh, we are basically a very talented branding and coaching agency. Uh, that's dedicated to helping uh, extraordinary entrepreneurs and thought leaders create passionate, differentiated brands so that they can actually be found by their ideal clients. And their ideal clients can say, oh my God, where have you been all my life? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. What's the name of your company? Leap Zone Strategies. Did you need financing to start this particular business? Um, I did not. I actually uh, started, my God, years ago, right out of my teens, right? As you said earlier. Um, and I started by buying what I needed out of having worked on particular projects. So I would basically, each project that I took on was basically paying for the next leg of what I needed in my business. And I basically founded myself. <laughs> nice. Well, and, and everybody's story is a little bit different on how they started, but 
how do you actually make money now in your business? Um, well, we have a variety of different services and products uh, from uh, retreats here on the island in the new Bay, all the way down to um, rebrands. So we often do uh, project-based uh, complete rebrands for businesses. And we also have coaches who coaches with our Leap Zone proprietary methodology of coaching. And so we, uh, we work one-on-one with clients. We work in groups. And we also have an online product, an online program. Basically, that's called Build to Rock. And so we are online, offline, group, one-on-one, you name it, we help you with it. <laughs> it's sometimes hard to encapsulate in a, in, a, in a few sentences, but what is the long-term vision? What will your company look like in the future? And you know, how do you service clients around the world? Yeah, um, our, our business in the future will have uh, many, many, probably hundreds of different coaches who actually will um, have a license of, to license our methodology and uh, that will be able to create the impact that I've set out to create. Years ago, five years ago, I created a, a mission for myself and a vision for myself to impact 2 million. Uh, wait, initially, it was 1 million entrepreneurs and I gave myself, an, I think, an eight-year, five or eight-year vision to get there. And uh, I reached it within a couple of years due to my TED Talk, which already has uh, over 2 million views. And so, you know, we, we rejigged our vision because honestly, we're passionate about helping entrepreneurs, small business owners, and thought leaders build a life, build a brand, and build a business that is by design, not by default. And I'm really passionate about really helping people operate with more attention, intention, and love. And we've got our methodology to help do that. So what I'd love is I'd love to take over the globe (laughs) so that, so that, you know, the small business owners of the world that can't afford immensely expensive consultants can also have access to amazing coaching and amazing online programs to really help them build a business that's built to succeed. Isabel, let's talk about BC a little bit and and where you are. What are the biggest benefits for you in being an entrepreneur here on Vancouver Island? Oh, well, you know what? There's so many benefits. First of all, I love where I live. I live in Nanus Bay. Um, It's in, you know, I'm assuming central, more center of the island. And everything, you know, I used to live in Yelltown, Vancouver, and it took me no less than 45 minutes to get anywhere, anywhere, even close. You know, it took me 45 minutes to get there. Now, my God, within 10 minutes, I'm pretty much anywhere I want uh, from outstanding nature spots to ocean, to mountains, to downtown cores. Um, Everything that I need is right there, which is absolutely amazing. Not to mention that our property, we've got 5.2 acres, uh, an equestrian property. It's quiet, it's beautiful, it's magical. So I get to hop on a 20-minute float plane, get to downtown core Vancouver, or I get to literally stay on my magical piece of land. And I think that's the best of both worlds. <laughs> awesome. How about, uh, how about some of the tough challenges of living on an island? Well, um, you know, getting to uh, other parts of the world has a couple of different steps because, uh, you know, our airport doesn't, uh, it's an international airport on the island, but it doesn't go to every location as Vancouver would. 
you know, I, I miss the boardwalk. I miss the seawall of Vancouver. I miss some of the architecture mixed with the mountains. So there's, there's definitely pieces of Vancouver that I absolutely miss. But the benefits, also the people here on the island, we're nice. We're awesome. <laughs> we help each other. And we're, you know, we, we care. And I'm not saying that the folks on, on Vancouver mainland don't care. And, and, and at the same time, it's, it's a really different vibe. You know, so there's definitely pluses and minuses, and uh, I wouldn't be here still if the pluses didn't outweigh the minuses. <laughs> Excellent. Well, and you know, we all do some of our best work outside the office. Is there a place that you've discovered uh, in and around your property that uh, you go to recharge, get inspired, or just think about your business? Totally. We've got a couple of spots. Um, uh, there's a Notch Hill, which is a place where we hike and it's literally a 10 minute walk from our place. So, you know, I, I spend a lot of time outside uh, in nature. Uh, I love the little old part of Nanaimo as well. It's very inspiring. Um, there's lots of amazing food and uh, little treasure shops. And uh, I'm not a big shopper by no means, but I just love to be inspired by what other people are doing. Um, and just having a, a change of scenery, right? Having a little bit of a different pace in my day. If you were to start all over again, and you just moved to Vancouver Island, which I know you have been here really only a few years, but uh, if you didn't know anyone, knowing what you know now, what would you do first if you were starting all over here? Oh, good question. Um... You know, I would have gotten to know my neighbors a lot faster. We got really busy with renos and with retreats here. And I found myself eight months, a year into it, and having not even met uh, all the neighbors in my, on my, in my neck of the woods, I would have started yoga again much sooner. Um, basically, I would have done things that put me in a position where I'm with people much quicker. I would have, right. it would have actually been helpful. Gotcha. And you've inspired me now. I've got it on my list. have a muffins event and I'm feeling like that needs to come to the top of my list. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, uh, what books are you reading now? Whether they're physical turn the page book or, or audio books that you can recommend to our listeners who are also aspiring entrepreneurs? Yeah, there's a few that are just absolutely amazing. Uh, one of them is Essentialism. Essentialism uh, by Greg McCowan is a book that I, I, in my world, it's probably one of the best books on the planet for small business owners and, uh, and people, obviously, the human race, of course, especially people in business. Uh, another one that I absolutely love is Rework. It is a beautiful short read that, is, that has so many truths and so many facts of business to really help someone uh, prioritize. And another book that I absolutely adore is, I'm trying to, it's been by Brendan Bouchard, and it's about high performance. I think it's, oh, high performance habits. Very, very great book around uh, what high performing individuals, how they live, what they do, what they don't do. And um, those three books are definitely um, some of my favorites. What's your favorite word, quote, or sentence, Isabel, uh, that you like to use? And what is also your least favorite word or sentence you don't like hearing? Mm, okay. My favorite words and sentences um, 
One of them is everything is an experiment and nothing is permanent. That just keeps me from uh, taking things too seriously. Um, I like uh, a quote that I came up with years and years and years ago with a, one of my coaches is uh, it's easier to do it than it is to dwell on it. So I use that uh, a lot of my own. That's my own medicine, but I use that a lot. And my favorite word, Margaret and I have a word every year that an intention basically, but it's one word. And this year, my word is buoyancy. And boy, Angie, can I tell you how practical and amazing and a savior of a word this has been for me this year so far. So it keeps me light. It keeps me, um, yeah, it helps me not take things too, too, too seriously. And so those are some of my, some of my favorites. There's a thousand more, but I'm assuming we're on a timeline here. So <laughs> <laughs> what about the thing that kind of irks you and, and grates on you if you hear your least favorite? Yeah, least favorite would be I can't. Or um, I don't think it's possible. Like anything that has to do with I can't or not possible or things that would blame, like it's not yeah. my fault, it's because of this or I just don't like excuses. I think it's a, it's a way to not be self-responsible. Like I believe that I'm responsible for everything that's happening in my life. And I think that, I think that things happen for us, not to us. When we start looking at it that way, like things happen for us, not to us, suddenly um, there's no blame to be had and only learning opportunities. Nice. Uh, on a practical note, uh, what online or offline tools do you use on a daily basis? Oh my God. Um, do you have an hour? <laughs> I have a lot. I'm okay, very maybe, techie. Maybe stick to the top two or three that are essential. Yeah. Stop, top two or three. Um, on my phone, a couple of apps that I could not live uh, without. One of them is Voxer, which is a, um, a walkie-talkie app that allows me to communicate without writing. Um, another app that, talking about books, it's Blinkist. And Blinkist is an application that basically gives me Cole's notes on books that would take me either a year to read, because I'm dyslexic, so I don't like to read, or that would take 20, 25 hours to listen to on Audible. I get the, the absolute core gem of that book within 20 minutes, 25 minutes. And I just love that. Those are two things that I don't live without. And Zoom. Zoom is a, an amazing tool <laughs> online that we're on it right now. Zoom, Zoom. Zoom, Zoom. Yeah. Zoom is an amazing tool uh, for communication again. And I use a tool called uh, Snagit, which allows me to capture my screen and my voice at the same time. So I walk through clients through proposals. Uh, I do a lot of presentations that way without having to actually meet with the client. So saving everybody some time yet being super productive and effective. You had to pick one or two words to describe yourself. What would they be and why? Ah, jet fuel. <laughs> okay, and why? If it's pretty self-explanatory. It's pretty self-explanatory. You know, when I spend time with people, whether it's one minute or five days, I give, I create a lot of momentum. Um, our promise here at Leap Zone is clarity, pivotal shifts, and momentum. And uh, I, for some reason, I have a, a knack for really getting people clear and getting them to propel themselves forward, thus jet fuel, thus momentum generator. Awesome. Any advice you have received that you can pass on to entrepreneurs throughout British Columbia? You know, one of the best advice that I've received that I've implemented and I'm still implementing today is treating myself as my own million dollar client. 
because, you know, we're all very busy. We all are meant to impact and serve other people. And for some weird reason, we put ourselves aside in our business. We do that in our personal life as well. But in our business, you know, if I have a meeting with myself or with one of my team players and a client phones and they want that time slot, I used to give that time slot right away without even hesitating. And then finding myself at the end of a year, at the end of two years, at the end of five years with an amazing track record for helping others, but having a fairly clunky business. And so since I've actually implemented, and this is one of the principles that we teach here at LeapZone firsthand when we start working with clients, is to really create an architecture where you will treat yourself as a high, high paying client. And um, you're going to work on your business as if you were paid, as if it was a client. Because we never, we're never late for a client meeting or we never not show up, let's put it that way, for a client meeting. Mm-hmm. But yet we don't show up for ourselves all the time. So I've rectified that with this principle and I teach that and it makes a massive difference in how you can operate, how you can better and elevate your business, but also the level in which you can generate and create. It makes a big difference. Now, Isabel, I know um, I've had a privilege of going a little bit through the Build of Rock program. There's a word that you use. It's not bubbles. Yeah, it's bubble time. It is bubble time. Okay, I did get it. (laughs) What is bubble time again? Yeah, bubble time is when you actually set a, a lapse of time that is absolutely uninterrupted. So I use bubble time in my schedule all the time. Every week, every day, I have a minimum of a 90 minute bubble time. All up all the way up to a half a day, which means that there's no ding, ding, bing, bing, no phones, no distractions, just pure productivity, pure efficiency work. And um, that as well, that basically one year when I started implementing that, I started implementing that NG because we used to have 20 employees in a big space, a big open space. And I found myself going to work at 4.30 in the morning, I would be super productive until my herd of employees arrived at 9 a.m. And then I would troubleshoot and be disrupted all day. And then when they left, um, if I was lucky, they'd all leave before six. And then I would work another four or five hours uninterrupted time. And then I thought, you know what? This is fantastic. I love that I'm effective, but I have no life and my employees have a fantastic life. And I got tired of this. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, I'm a bubble time fan. Yeah, it's changed my life and the life of hundreds of my clients. Isabel, what keeps you up at night? Anything? What keeps me up at night right now is my hot flashes because <laughs> I'm in my menopause. <laughs> uh, but I know, I know the meaning in which you're, you're asking. So I, you know, I'm very creative. And so when I'm at rest, that's usually when my, my body, my mind are at, their mo- at, at its most um, creative peak. So there's lots of times where you know, I'm a four o'clocker uh, getting up. So I wake up super early. I'm in the four o'clock clan. Most people are in the five o'clock clan. Um, and so for me, uh, any type of creating, any type of excitement around creating something new or when I don't have a problem solved, it's keeping me up at night because I want to solve the problem. Once I've solved the problem and it's time to create something, it keeps me up at night because I want to just go and I want to rev and I want to create it. So my, my brain basically on the create, not, not on the worry side so much at all, more on the creative side. 
Well, and and you mentioned the word worry. I, you know, I I have watched your your TED talk, and uh, that's something that jumped out at me at the, on that TED talk is your your sentiment of worry. Can you just give us insight on on your thoughts on worry and its purpose or lack thereof? Yeah. So I believe that whatever you're worried about, it stems from something that you're tolerating. So if you instead, because it's hard to say, oh, let's worry less, but it's easier to say, hmm, what am I tolerating? Big or small, doesn't matter. What am I tolerating that is picking my ass and that is causing me to worry? And worry, by the way, um, it leads to disease. It leads to um, not being at your best. It leads to your dreams diminish, uh, the bulb dimming your dreams, right? So I tend to really look at what is it that we're tolerating. And if it's not something that, that I'm tolerating, usually it's really not that important. And in my TED Talk, I give some statistics, right? Like 40% of what we worry about uh, will never happen to begin with. So that's just a pure imagination. 30% of what we worry about has already happened. So there's no, no, no need for worrying about that. It's already happened. And then there's, you know, I think it's 12% of what we worry about I think it's, it's unnecessary health scares, which basically at the end of this whole thing, it, it leaves 8% for legitimate possible worry, things to worry about, which if you look in your life at how much we all worry as a North American society, it's pretty devastating because we spend most of our awesome energy to worry instead of actually doing something that would be more effective, more efficient, and more pleasant. That's a perfect segue into... Can you give me two or three things that are on your inspired life list? Okay. On my inspired life list, um, as in things or things to do or either? Uh, Either. There's so many. But the first few, one of them is to take six months off per year. I, I used to take 16 weeks off per year and... Of course, my life has dramatically changed here with live animals. So on, on my, in my absolute, like, oh my God, I've made it and I'm super inspired and this is how I'm operating. I would literally take six months off to, not off to do nothing, but off to create and to do things that don't have a tie to, um, to anything. To, a, to Of course, it would be creating four clients, but not directly tied to clients. I would also include a little bit more flexibility and freedom in my day-to-day. Uh, I tend to be very booked solid and I'd love, so it all, in my, on my inspired list, it's all things around creating more freedom and more creative inspiration moments for myself and for people around me. Mm-hmm. On my book, I have having Isabel and Margarita over to my back deck on my inspired life list at some point this summer. Well, (laughs) consider it done. (laughs) Uh, One one thing that I have to skip back to, did you really say that you're in the 4 a.m. wake-up club? Yep. Oh, my gosh. What does that first hour of the day look like for you? It looks like um, a, a good first half an hour of meditation. So I meditate on perfect health, on um, abundance, abundance of energy, abundance of money, abundance of ideal, ideal opportunities. Um, so lots of meditation. And then 
now this is on my, my inspired list, but I'm doing it every day. It's I learn. I love to learn. So in the morning early, it's about me. It's not about my clients. It's not about my team. It's not about anyone else. It's about me reading uh, or listening to a Blinkist book, or it's about me uh, learning about a new tool that could help us um, be more efficient or be more productive. Or it's about learning about a new product that I would like. Like right now, I'm on, a, I'm on a mission to detoxify my home. So I want no products, nothing that would have any type of toxins in my home. It's not the case right now. I've got lots of toxins. Um, so right now, I'm researching products and things that we can replace things with. So those are all things that I do for myself early in the morning so that I refuel, refill my cup so that come time to actually completely um, deliver my genius and be completely attentive to others, then I don't feel that I have, um, the word I'm looking for here is not taking care of myself. Yoga, you know, there's yoga as well in the morning. Like this morning, I had my yoga class uh, super early. So yeah, I tend to do things either that move me, physically move me, or that spiritually and uh, creatively move me. Nice. Bit of fun, Isabel. We're going to jump to a tropical island just off Fiji. This place has a phone booth and no internet. So we're going to drop you off there. You won't have a computer or a smartphone or a tablet, and you can use the phone booth at any point to call a boat and come pick you up. How long would you last before you made the call, and what would you do while you were there? Nice. <laughs> I, I would last for a while because I'm pretty handy. And uh, I, if it's tropical island, I could last for, oh, I just, that's my, my favorite place on earth to be on a, on a tropical island. So I'd probably last, um, I probably have enough fat on me as well to last me for a couple <laughs> months in case I didn't, I couldn't find a lot of awesomeness to eat. Um, and so, yeah, you know what? I would last as long as I possibly can. Um, my creativity would probably get in the way. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm itching to create something. So I'd probably create furniture with wood and bamboo. And <laughs> Awesome. Isabel, how can our podcast listeners get a hold of you? I'm, I'm super easy to find. I'm all over online. Uh, my website is leapzonestrategies.com. And for those of you who are interested in knowing more about my Build to Rock program, it's by application only. And uh, you can go visit build with a D, buildtorock.com. And of course, you know, on my website, you can reach me through uh, a needs assessment, an online form. I'm on all social media channels, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, you name it. I'm probably there. Try to not find me. <laughs> <laughs> Isabel, thanks for coming on the show. We've learned a lot about you and uh, our listeners. I'm sure to enjoy getting a bit of that jet fuel energy from you. Well, anytime, my friend, um, I think that what you're doing is fantastic. And anytime I'd have a chance to collaborate, uh, let count me in. Hey there, thanks for taking the time today to listen to British Columbia's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes. Connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or at canadaspodcast.com. You can check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. I'm Angela Fay. See you next time.